What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner, and I'm excited to be recording this right now for a couple of reasons. Number one, because you still have time to register for our Neurotype Challenge. So if you've been sitting on the fence, if you've been delaying, procrastinating, I am talking to you, my type 2A people out there. I know you're procrastinating, but the good news is it's not, it has not bitten you in the ass just yet because you can still register. You can go to neurotypechallenge.com, register for $47. That's right. I'm the biggest pushover in the world. I said I was going to do a 24-hour discount. And because people message me and tell me about their schedules and how they missed announcements and how they were on trips and away with the family and me being a 2A people pleaser, of course, I'm like, okay, I'll leave it open for another day. And then I'm like, okay, I'll leave it open for the podcast people. And now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody gets in at $47. So there's no more fake uh, you know, timeline. Although I really did have the best of intentions to try to help you get off the fence to say, like, you should take action on something that you want, which is still a really good thing to live by. If you want something, go fucking get it. If you want to change your body, let's go. Stop delaying. Stop dwelling. Stop overanalyzing. There's no such thing as perfect timing. There's no such thing as the perfect situation. There is only right fucking now. This is the only time that matters. So if you have still been sitting on the fence, this is the last podcast that will come out while the challenge is open. And I've got some other news. I am very, very doubtful about running another challenge for the foreseeable future. I'm not going to get into the why. I'm not going to explain my thought process yet. I need to sit on it. I need to make sure that this is really the, re- the direction that I want to go. But I am leaning heavily, like I would say 97% as it stands today that this challenge, the May challenge, will be the last challenge in a while. There are some things that I want to do in the business with POP. There are some things that I want to accomplish that I think will benefit our existing audience and community considerably more than running another challenge. The challenges are great. They're fantastic. We see amazing results. People love them. But I really want to double down on the community and the existing audience. And sometimes the challenge brings in people that aren't really quite sure about what we do. And I'd rather spend time getting our message across and prioritizing the existing community, which hopefully means you, if you've been around for any length of time. So it's going to be a net positive. I know that sometimes it's sad when, uh, something you enjoy is being taken away. It's not for any other reason than what I think is in the best interest of all of us. So if you are on the fence and you're like, yeah, it's okay. I'm just going to join the next one. I would check that thinking and consider if you miss this opportunity, when's the next opportunity going to come? And it might not be for a while. So Go get yourself registered, neurotypechallenge.com. That's N-E-U-R-O-T-Y-P-E, challenge.com. It's $47. We've added a ton of new resources. You're not going to find a better value in 
the world, literally, not a better value in the entire universe. Definitive statement right there. That is not opinion. That is fact, verifiable. Um, anyway, so that's the first reason why I was excited to hit the record button today. And the second reason is I'm going to get philosophical. And some of you might turn me off right now. You might, it's okay. You can go find another podcast to listen to. You can turn on some music. You can, I don't know what else, audio book, something that you might find more valuable than me getting philosophical. But I love this shit. I love to talk about some of the deep stuff that nobody else is talking about in this space, at least that I know of. I would love to uh, shoot the shit with somebody who, who shares a similar, not even similar, like anybody who talks about more of the deep self-development stuff. I would love to shoot the shit with that person. If you know of anybody in our space that simply uses nutrition and training as a vehicle, and really it's kind of a vehicle for the personal development, um, improving yourself, like being a better human, I would love to have a conversation with that person on the show. So let me know. Hit me up. Like legitimately message me, DM me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And let me know if you have anybody in mind that you think would would, uh, enjoy conversations like the one that we're about to have right here. And as always, if you enjoy it, like, please let me know because sometimes just because I like this stuff doesn't mean that you like it. And uh, it really helps me to know what is resonating if something lands with you, if you have a light bulb moment, or if something that I say helps to better inform your decisions or behaviors, nothing makes me happier in life. Like, legitimately, nothing makes me happier than knowing that the way that I communicated was, was, a trigger for improving or informing your decisions and actions. So the gift that you can give to me is just letting me know that. And uh, again, you can message me on Instagram. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, which is greatly appreciated. It's the best way to help this show to impact more people. So I'm probably going to offend a lot of people with this comment. With this topic, really, uh, it, it might. I'm gonna say there's there's a subset of people that I already know who you are, and this might offend you, but I'm just gonna say it. So, it's interesting. We live in this age of information and data. We have more power at our fingertips than ever before. Right next to me, sitting on my desk, is an iPhone. The access, the amount of information, the speed of communication, the access to data that I have on this little device is insanity. It's, it's really sanity. So I can pick up my phone and I can Google whatever I want. I can also pick up my phone and I can see things like how many steps my phone recorded. I can open up an app and see how many calories I've eaten today. I can track all of these different things. We have so much data. And there's a lot of you that love this stuff. You love 
to geek out on data. The data nerds, I know I'm speaking to you right now. You just eat that shit up. More data, the better. But here's where I'm going to offend you. More data is not the answer. More stuff, more things, more access is not the answer. We have all of that. It's interesting how a lot of the data nerds out there get caught up in all of the different metrics that they need to track. They think that if I just simply had more data, I would have my answer. And I'm going to tell you that that way of thinking can be dangerous and it can create a lot of blind spots. We already have all the data. What we don't have is the proper tools to interpret the significance of that data. Now, if data is being used to inform behavior, I would say that's quality. Like I would say that that that's data that's worth monitoring. Okay, but this is the distinction. Knowing what data is significant and what data is insignificant. And there was a quote that I came across which says, we're only limited, humans, we're only limited by our ability to articulate an effective question. Meaning, when I say determining what data is significant, well, who is to determine what data is significant or not? So if we haven't quite achieve the success that we desire in our fitness, in our nutrition, in our life, in relationships, in our businesses. It's simply because we haven't asked the right questions, right? Humans, we're only limited by our ability to articulate an effective question. So if we haven't had the success that we desire, it's because we haven't asked the right questions. Now, that in and of itself opens up another question which is what determines or what constitutes the right question. And the answer would be the right question for you right now is relevant and accurate for you right now. Okay, understand that this is person dependent. I know that, like I talk about this all the time, individuality, and it depends, right? My favorite answer in the world, but this is important. Man's greatest dilemma is misidentifying his view of the world as reality and believing that what is relevant and accurate from his point of perception is relevant and accurate for all people in all situations. Understand this again, like this is going to help you decipher a lot of the gurus and the bullshit that you've heard online from other of other people one of the most common things that I get, one of the most common messages that I receive is there's so much information out there, all of these experts claiming all of this shit, and I don't know what to believe. So let me read this again. This is another quote. Man's greatest dilemma is misidentifying his view of the world as reality and believing that what is relevant and accurate from his point of perception is relevant and accurate for all people in all situations, right? So to the man with a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Which means that me personally, as a nutrition coach, 
mindset coach, whatever. I got called the mindset guy the other day. I guess I'm the mindset guy. I can't help another person achieve success from my own arbitrary point of perception, which is why experts, quote unquote experts, and I'm talking about real experts, like true time and research invested in their field, true experts, not just self-proclaimed experts, but real experts are often the worst at creating success. I experienced this firsthand. I used to coach for another company. Many of you know who that, what that company is. Um, I'm not going to comment on all the things that they do <laughs> and their approach, but this is relevant to the story. There was another human that worked at that company who was one of the smartest people that I've ever been around, a true expert in research, time in the field, went through the whole process. When I talk about data nerds, like this dude lived and breathed and, and he was all in the data all the time. So a true expert, he struggled mightily at actually creating success for clients, which fortunately for him and for his clients, he decided to stay in his lane of research and you know, um, writing about data and, and studies and research and, and kind of staying in that field rather than trying to help others. Because from my perspective, what happens is a, a true expert, they have to pursue this, this deep level of, of skill, of research. And, and when they do that, they also develop a set of beliefs, which is typically... Uh, kind of, I would say, influenced by academia, uh, by what they learn through the process of going through maybe a master's or a PhD program, uh, really smart individuals. So they have this amazing skill set and they're able to focus on, on certain problems and research without uh, getting distracted. However, it also imposes this conceptual bias and they have this, this standard set of assumptions and beliefs where it becomes difficult for them to see anything outside of that scope, anything outside of that laser focus, meaning that the more of an expert one becomes, the bigger their blind spots are, the more blind spots that they develop. So they become really good, and I'm bringing this full circle, I promise. They become really good at asking questions about a particular set of problems, again, mostly academic in nature, but outside of that narrow scope, it leads to inadequate questions. And when you have a slight error in a question, it leads to gross errors in everything that follows. So how do we ask better questions? Let's bring this back to data. Simply examining data is not the same as understanding it. There are people out there, those that are going to get offended by this, that track everything. Everything that's trackable, they track it. 
They track their calories. They track their sleep. They track their water. They track their sodium. They track their fiber. They track their heart rate. They track their recovery score. But they don't understand it and they don't use it to change their behavior. Data is entirely useless unless we know what it means. So again, another question, a valid question worth asking is what does it mean? And here's where I can drop my famous or infamous line of it depends. Again, this is where we get into the individual question, individuality. What does it depend on? It depends on what are you trying to accomplish? You, the individual listening to this right now, what are you optimizing for or what are you trying to accomplish? If you're optimizing for your, uh, you know, for your nutrition, fitness, body, peace of mind, more free time, time to spend with your family, any data that does not modify your behavior to get closer to those things is insignificant, which means you have to know your priorities before we know what data means to you fundamentally. So instead of me preaching about how to succeed, because it depends, what we want to do is mitigate failure in your efforts. So, so what do we do? What do we, what do we remove? We remove systems of morality. Think about this. We have developed these systems. We want everything to be binary. We want everything to be a zero or a one, black or white, right or wrong. We've developed this system of right or wrong throughout history, and it's mostly useless. It's not right or wrong to pursue abs, right? Like we're running this challenge. We're, we're going to start this challenge next week. And I've been unapologetically talking about the fact that we're pursuing body composition improvements. We're helping people get leaner. We're helping you look your best for the summer, like rock your bikini body with confidence, unapologetically talking about the fact that we are pursuing this goal. That, that's not right or wrong. Money is not good or bad. It always depends. Your priorities are your priorities. If somebody has a moral issue with your priorities, then they can go fuck off. Like that is none of their business. So while tracking macros and working out five days a week might get you closer to what you want, for someone else, it might get them further away. So this is where we have to understand there is no right or wrong. There is, this is why I can't say like, here's the things that you need to do to be successful without knowing what your priorities are. For some people, right? So some individuals tracking macros might move them closer to what they want. For someone else, it might move them further away. The other thing that we have to do is we have to avoid correcting effects instead of causes. And I talk about this a lot. Like we have to go to the root 
instead of correcting the effect. So when you are stuck in your progress, when you're feeling like you hit a plateau, every time you search for this new solution or you try to look for the shiny new object, you're trying, you're addressing an effect, which is a dangerous approach because it's, it's kind of, it creates this random search and it creates this maze of wandering complexity and ultimately lands you back in the same spot where you're just looking for the next thing, which is why we attract people in our program, like pop our person typically is somebody that has tried everything. They've been doing this for a while. Most of our clients have been dieting for decades. Most of our clients come to us saying, hey, I've been doing this for 10, 20, 30 years. I've tried everything. And their wandering maze of complexity is actually their biggest limiting factor. And then searching for everything else, like quote unquote out there, literally just adds more to that complexity. It just adds another wrong turn to the maze. So simply what we do is we find out what parts of this process are not true to you. What parts are true to you? Which things lead you to the life that you want and which ones don't? Think about that. It's, it's actually that simple. I know that I kind of went on a couple of circular tangents, but hopefully you understand how this comes back full circle. Which ones, which things lead you to the life that you want and which ones don't? Lean in to the ones that lead you to the life that you want and eliminate the ones that don't. Every time we do this, every time we do this, our clients are infinitely happier. They end up dropping weight like no other. When nothing else worked, they end up more fulfilled, better relationships, better communication with their family and friends and setting boundaries and actually getting everything that they want out of life, which is a really scary feeling sometimes. It, but it, it's so funny because doing less and focusing on less complexity often makes our clients feel like they're cheating. They're like, it can't be that simple. It is. And then, and then there's like, well, I feel kind of strange that I'm getting all of this and I don't feel like it's all that difficult. So there's like this internal guilt or shame that comes up when it's like, I can't believe that I'm doing so well and I see other people struggling and it's now really simple. And all of the complexity that I was adding to my life was just moving me further away. So if you know yourself and you know how to play your game, this all becomes really straightforward, which ultimately is, is our responsibility. That's why I say I can't like create this, this picture-perfect roadmap because I don't know your preferences. I don't know your priorities. I don't know the life that you're trying to create. I don't know you yet. But once we get to that point, it's so easy. We remove all of the complexity. We stay true to who you are. We lean into the things that move you closer to the life that you want, and we eliminate those that don't. But again, 
when it comes to data, data for the sake of tracking data is, is worthless. And it's a lot of people do that because they like to feel productive. Like, but look, I ha- I'm tracking all of these beautiful things. But does that inform behavior? Do you actually understand the data? Is it relevant to you and your priorities? Or are you so laser focused that you're shut off, you're, you're basically closed off to any sense of receptivity to new information? And I find that a lot with, with experts is they're so narrow in their approach that the blind spots are everywhere. And that's a dangerous place to be. And that's a danger. I think that's why we see so much conflicting information out there and why it's confusing for people. At the end of the day, if you know your priorities and you know yourself and you know the life that you want to create, this game is really simple. But it does take a, a little bit of a different thought process. You're going to be, it's going to be difficult for you to get to step outside of the default way of thinking. And once we can get over that hump, it really is smooth sailing. We have some clients right now that are absolutely killing it because of this fact right here, because knowing themselves, knowing how to play their game, knowing what's important to them, knowing their priorities. And then, and only then, do we get to decide what data is relevant to that individual. Then and only then do we get to decide what behaviors are moving them closer versus moving them further away. But it has to start with you. It has to start with knowing yourself. We can't accomplish very much if we don't have our starting point and our end point, and we also don't know your personal preferences. All of this can be really, really simple, but we love to add complexity just for the sake of feeling productive. Because again, we have all this access to data and information, and it feels so productive to have numbers galore. Ultimately, you end up turning yourself into a number, adding more complexity, looking for the next number to track. And it really doesn't have to be that complicated. It can actually be insanely simple. Now, as we wrap up here, I want to remind you that for some of you, it would be wise for you to do something that moves you closer, like registering for the challenge. For others, that probably isn't the best decision. For some of you, if you're trying to instill better habits, you want a better morning routine, a better wind-down routine, I would consider getting yourself some Organifi green juice or Organifi gold juice. We have an amazing offer with Organifi, 20% off all of their products. So for those of you that need help with getting in your veggies, getting your morning routine dialed in, go get yourself some Organifi green juice. For those of you that need help with a wind down routine, shutting your brain off at night, go get yourself some Organifi gold juice. If you want an amazing pre-workout that's natural, no stimulants, get yourself some Organifi red juice. If you want to protect your immune system, go get yourself some Organifi immunity. Their products are incredible. Best stuff literally around when it comes to quality ingredients and quality people. 
if you want to understand the people behind the brand, go listen to the episode I did with May, May Steigler. Amazing episode. Highly recommend you go back and listen. It was only like two episodes ago. So you can go to Organifi.com slash popfam. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash popfam, P-O-P-F-A-M. Enter code popfam at checkout and you'll get 20% off. Hopefully this all made sense. I know that sometimes me, this little old business owner, nutrition coach, whatever you want to call me, the mindset guy, whatever the fuck I am. (laughs) Sometimes me talking about this philosophical stuff, sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know if this one's going to resonate. I have no idea. I just hit record when something's on my mind and I want to share it. Hopefully this was helpful. For some of you, I'll see you in the challenge. For those of you that don't join the challenge, we can still be friends. It's okay. I still love you. All right. I will talk to you guys very soon.